Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. All right. This is Dimebag Tag, Rita, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Get you a pull. You're listening to the Talking Metal Podcast. Coming to you from Maplewood, New Jersey, here's Mark Striegel. Hey, it's Mark Striegel, and we have the one and only Rita Haney on today's episode of Talking Metal, known as Dimebags Hag, I think, is, isn't that what she said in the, in the intro there? Dimebags Lady, Dimebags Partner, Rita Haney is here to talk about Dime Vision 2, Volume 2, it's out. I, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun to watch it, and uh, yeah, it was it was just a blast. So you know, I'm, I'm a little ticked off though because I was just listening back to the interview I did with Rita, and like an idiot, my mic wasn't on. Um, so my good mic that I do interviews with. So it sounds like the computer was just picking up the my audio. So it's a bit messy of an interview audio wise. It's still good though. I hope you check it out and give it a chance. But um, yeah, let's get into that right now, and then we'll come back and talk about Dime Vision Volume 2. Hey, it's Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, and on the line, it's an honor to talk with Rita Haney. How are you, Rita? I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, I am great. I am great. I had the pleasure of watching this video that you produced, Dimebag Daryl's Dime Vision Volume 2, and I, I had so much fun watching this today, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been a number of years since I saw the first one, but it seemed to have a different vibe to it, um, maybe, maybe not as, I don't know, more, like, I want to say more fun, is that, is that, do you agree with that? Completely correct, yeah, it's more uplifting, uplifting. it's not so melancholy, um, it's more to, uh, you know, we went back to the dime style, the old recipe of, uh, you know, balls out, uh, in your face, fireworks, booze, right. you know. So, uh, so yeah, well, you know, at the time when we put out the first uh, uh, volume, it was, you know, shortly after. So everybody's, you know, headspace, where our frame of minds were, that type of thing. It, 
it was it, it was a slower moving uh, volume as well you know like the solos seemed to be longer and you know we didn't really chop up a lot of stuff and edit it as as quickly as what you're used to with the Pantera home videos Right, right. And then there's so much great stuff on, on Dime Vision Volume 2. You have, like you mentioned, the, the, the pranks, the fireworks, the, the kind of jackass-style stuff that Dime was doing <laughs> before jackass ever existed. And then you have a lot of great music, too. I really enjoyed, like, especially like watching Dime just as a real young man, I mean, just rip through this, these Aussie songs, Suicide Solution, into I Don't Know, into Goodbye to Romance. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, just sounds so incredible, uh, paying tribute, obviously, to, to Randy Rhodes. Um, and then there's, there's all sorts of other music, too, on it, which I want to talk to you about. So uh, let's uh, let's start there with with the 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 Aussie Jam, and I know there's some other performance video from what looks like the same concert or maybe at least same era. How, how far back is this stuff going? Um, you know, we've got tapes that go all the way back to the mid '80s. Okay. Um, I believe that particular stuff was closing night at Metalworks, shot by a really good friend of ours, Tiffany Moore. And, uh, you know, she was like a little kid then. So as you can tell, she didn't have quite have her camera skills down, you know, but, right. uh, um, but yeah, I believe that was 1988. I, oh yeah. Was it that early? Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe it was that late 1986 to 88. I'm, I'm not quite sure. And, um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, he, they used to play, you know, the clubs and stuff where they would do three one hour sets a night, you know, you didn't get to have opening bands and you'd have to play cover songs and, and so forth. And he always had segments, you know, that he would play in his solo, you know, to give the rest of the guys, you know, a break. And, uh, he would always, you know, do, he had a Van Halen one, he had the roads and you had a little bit of nace, but, uh. That particular one, I think in the first volume, we kind of showcased more of the Van Halen stuff. And, right. uh, and this, you know, we really wanted to, you know, I, I, I wanted people to see how well he played, you know, back then. And, uh, and it is, and you're right. I mean, it, it's pretty, pretty awesome in the way, just the tone, you know. Yeah. And another... That he gets on, on the video. Yeah. Another thing, which is, I, I guess, many years later, you have him and Zach uh, trading some, some licks back and forth on stage. It's also <laughs> very, very cool stuff. A lot of shots of Zach throughout this. He uh, was obviously a, a great friend to, to Dime. Do you, do you remember when Dime first met Zach? Yeah, you know, the first time they actually met was in Japan. Okay. And they did an, an interview together over there. And... Uh, I don't know, it kind of got a little sideways, not really between Daryl and Zach, but like our security and, and Z were arm wrestling. And then I think Z just took a shot at, at the security guy. <laughs> so the, the next day, uh, I, I know he uh, sent over like a dozen black roses apologizing to Daryl, you know, and Daryl was like, shit, it wasn't me you punched, you know. But right, well. from then on, they were just like, best friends you know but yeah that's actually when they met was in japan for the first time wow cool and i, I want to talk about some of the just other crazy footage that's on here but i wanted to touch upon one more musical thing that i just i had to stop it and watch it again it was so awesome and it actually it doesn't include dime dime at all it includes phil and and robert from metallica and dave grohl on guitar doing 
Ace of Spades rather recently at, uh, can you give us a little of the background of where this performance took place? Uh, yeah, it was actually a, a, one of the events that I put together. It's for our nonprofit. It's hundred percent of the proceeds go to charity, and it was in January of 2016 during uh, the NAM convention. And uh, you know, it's just like the perfect opportunity to put something together because you just have so many players in one place, and uh, you know, everybody's down to jam. And and especially for Daryl, you know, it really amazes me at how many people will come out of the woodwork or take the time, you know, and not one person ever asked, you know, for any kind of coin, any kind of, you know, money to, to perform and, and, you know, they all donate their time, which I think is pretty amazing. You know, honestly, I think it's because they know we throw a good party. Right. You know, I had a good teacher. And so, so this is Dime Bash. This is but, Dime Bash, right? Yeah, so, yeah. But that was our event, Dime Bash, and it was uh, here in Hollywood that particular year and um anyway yeah so uh they do ace of spades out, by Robert motorhead Good, it's just uh, insane Dave Lombardo and Phillips so uh, and you know we had just lost Lemmy you know right. so we just thought it would be appropriate not only to pay tribute to you know Ronnie James Dio because normally our uh, funds are donated to the Ronnie James Dio stand up and shout cancer fund but sure. we decided to add in, you know, the Lemmy element, which, of course, I will keep from now on as well, because, you know, he and Daryl were really good friends, with, too, you know. Daryl actually had purchased uh, a bass from Lemmy. Wow. When, gosh. Yeah, they were hanging out at the Rainbow, and him and Bobby Tongs and Lemmy, and they went back to Lemmy's place, and, you know, it was a rough year for Lemmy then at that particular time, and, and he was telling Daryl he needed to pay his rent, Wow. And, he, and that he had sold Daryl one of his bases for 1500 And, of course, Daryl wrote him a check for 3000 Wow. And, uh, I, you know, still have the base, and, and it's amazing, you know. And actually, I, had, I was talking about this story to Lemmy on his 70th birthday and, uh, you know, just a few months before he passed. And, and we were laughing about that night he was telling me stories, and I thought it was really, really cool, you know, because yeah. I'd let him know that, I'd come across it in Daryl's collection, you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. Where are all Daryl's old guitars? Do you do you have them all personally, or are they spread out? Maybe? Uh, yeah, yeah. We we pretty much got them all intact. Um, now there are some, you know, that are on display, like ones at the Grammy Museum. I think we have one at the uh, at the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And, you know, and then there's quite a few that are spread out through the Hard Rock, but as far as all of his personal guitars that he played on stage and everything, yeah, we have everything. Nothing's, you know, ever been sold or, right. or donated out of that collection. You know, on, on Dime Vision Volume 2, another thing that we see a lot of are, are the pranks, you know, the firecrackers, the, the just jackass stupidity, if you will. That's a lot of fun to, <laughs> to, to watch. And was, Daryl was obviously doing this type of stuff on, with a camera, long before the jackass guys because he he there's a comment somewhere in the video that that he even references jackass was he was he how do you feel about jackass being that they kind of you know he yeah. he actually loved jackass i mean like he loved that tv show the only thing that bugged him was that he wanted to know why they didn't invite him onto the show because he really really wanted to be on an episode 
But, uh, you know, later on, like uh, years later, I'm trying to remember, maybe three or four years after uh, uh, Daryl was killed, I ran into Johnny Knoxville at an event in L.A. for Merle Haggard. And like uh, Dolly Parton, Toby Keith, several people were, you know, at this event. And it was a really cool event. And, um, and David Allen Coe was actually there, too. And uh, we were hanging out, you know, in the back lounge and we were discussing jackass and johnny told me himself that night you know he goes hey you know we watched the pantera home videos too where do you think we got it and wow the way daryl saw it yeah was that you know they took it to the next level you know they went you know past where he was at with it you know uh, i mean they literally like hurt themselves so yeah. <laughs> so you have to give them props which is why we do in the credits, you know, because we definitely didn't want anybody to think anything negative because Daryl was a big fan of what the Jackass guys did, you know. So, uh, yeah, he loved that show. He just wanted to be on it. Right, I got you. <laughs> One of the most, I call it disturbing moments of the of the video is when, when Daryl takes his friend with this these nasty feet to get a, a pedicure. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, quite, it's quite entertaining. It's it's uh, who, who is that guy? Our, our handy, yeah, he was our handyman, and he did the lawn, and he had just been cutting the grass, and and I guess you know they were having this discussion on our our back porch, and Daryl had. I only had a few hours sleep, and he woke up still probably half a bit and took him to get a pedicure, yeah. <laughs> awesome stuff. And I, I found the the really incredible, the tattoo-like montage. You're talking with uh, Kat Von D, and then you go into this just incredible montage of all these different tattoos that pay tribute to Dimebag. How did you collect all these different photos and images of these what must be at least a hundred if not more tattoos of Dimebag. Oh yeah and you know we weren't even able to use all of the ones that I do have wow. in our montage and but but you know we we hope to uh, with the support of this one you know people get out there and show and prove the industry wrong that there's still a demand for the old school DVD home videos, then uh, we'll be able to put out, you know, the next volume as well and include oh, that too. But, uh, yeah, we uh, did a lot of, um, you know, summer and fall tours out with the Mayhem Festival and Uproar. And, um, you know, we'd have people come by the booth all the time and, and show their tattoos and tell stories. And, you know, so we'd get photos and, Everybody would send in photos as well, you know, to our website. And so that's how we just kind of, over the years, just collected a, a big collage of them. And wow. Like I said, I really honestly think that if they did a Guinness Book of World Records as the most tattooed person on someone, I think Daryl would win. Yeah, I wouldn't I doubt mean, it. I have seen you know, a lot of tattoos. <laughs> and, you know, it's still, it doesn't slow down. I have people all the time come up, check this out, look what I got. And, and it's just really cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Dimebag Daryl and probably like Marilyn Monroe or somebody, right, for the most tattooed person. Yeah, I know. He's getting up there yeah. with Elvis and Marilyn Elvis, on yeah. tattoos. <laughs> we, of course, are talking with Rita Haney, Dimebag Daryl's longtime girlfriend and partner, and she is the producer of Dime Vision Volume 2, Roll Over, or what is it called? Roll With It or Get Rolled Over. And it comes out in, on November 24th through Metal Blade. And again... As Rita mentioned, guys, if we all go out and buy this DVD, it sounds like there could be a volume three at some point, which would 
be really yeah, awesome. Also, yeah, we're hoping for volume three. And it'll also, like I said, you know, our our label told us that, you know, the industry told us that there just was no uh, demand for this and that, you know, they would have to pass on it, which was why we went to Metal Blade Records. And uh, thank goodness, you know, Brian Slagle has been a longtime friend and, an ally when it comes to, you know, metal music. And, uh, but, uh, pretty much this one's like the one that says, Hey, you're wrong about it. We need you to go ahead and, you know, get this budget out here for Pantera home video four, as well as Don vision volume three. Wow. So, so there's, there's still a lot yeah, of footage to see. Yes, absolutely. And, and it weighs on the support of, of Daryl's fans, you know, Awesome. You know, the, the DVD closes with a track called Whiskey Road, which was an unreleased Dimebag song up until a couple of years ago. I think it, it surfaced online. You know, and it made me just wonder how much unreleased Dimebag music is there currently still in the vaults? Uh, there's quite a bit. You know, there's, a, there's like songs like what you'll hear with these five tracks and, you know, like uh, the song Truth goes all the way back to 1986. Um, you know, he was four-tracking, he had a 16-track, an eight-track, you know, so he was constantly always making music, uh, you know, whether it was in the back of the bus, up in his hotel room, in the dressing room, backstage, uh, and at home. So he, uh, you know, that's what he did. Music was his salvation, you know, it's what, what kept him happy. And, and, you know, he was a fan of all kinds of music. So even if he didn't like something, he found a way to enjoy it. And, you know, whether if it was making a parody of a song or making fun of it or, you know, so we have tons of stuff like that, uh, you know, quite a variety. So hopefully, uh, you know, it'll all get to see the light of day, you know. Awesome. Yeah, I hope so. And Vinny, Vinny Paul is the executive producer on this. And, of course, you have Phil, mm -hmm. again, doing this amazing cover of, of Ace of Spades, which which we mentioned, um, is their relationship improved enough that, that maybe they're actually able to, you know, both contribute to a release like this, or is it still kind of not that great? Um, you know, I would have to say personally, I would say that, I don't know if you would say improved or if, I mean, I guess you would say that word because, you know, Prior to, uh, like, the first volume, I mean, you know, nobody wanted to to, uh, to look at Daryl, you know. And, I mean, and then he didn't want to see his face in Daryl's footage. And right. and I totally understand why, you know. Uh, uh, where Phil's head is today is a lot different place than than when Daryl was alive. And, and, you know, I know he and Vinny haven't spoken, but... You know, Vinny wasn't, you know, going to say, you know, like he said to us, he goes, hey, I'm not going to say, no, take him out. You know, that right. you, you guys shot that footage and cut to you. And, you know, Vinny knows that, that it took all four of those guys to be Pantera. And, you know, and he has respect for the fans as well. Right. So, I mean, I guess it's a baby step, you know. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, those guys have been through a lot. I mean, a lot of bad stuff and a lot of really good stuff in their lives. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, they're still brothers in there. And I just think that's a bond you can't sever right. completely. 
So, you know, you just never know. I mean, Denny surprises me every day. So, <laughs> You know, one of the I mean, things... I, I'd love to see... Uh-huh. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your thought, please. I was say, I, I'd love to see them, you know, belt out a couple tunes together, but not so sure if that'll ever happen, but I completely respect, you know, the reasons why. Right. I got you. One of the, the cool things we see also on Dime Vision Volume 2 is a, a montage of a lot of the people that have appeared at, at the Dime Bash and, and just who are fans. I'm talking about people like John Five and, you know, obviously the, the, the obvious ones like Dave Grohl and, Z- and Zach Wilde. What, what, and, and, so, and Chester Bennington and, and Paul Gray were both right. in there as well. And yes. I mean, it's, there's just so many. What, what ones have surprised you the most? Like, oh, I wouldn't have expected you to be a fan of Pantera or Dimebag. Um, hmm, I would say, let me, uh, Ben Harper. Ben Harper was wow. actually, uh, did a Dime Bash for us. Yeah. And, and he was awesome. You know, he, he came up and, and jammed with Mike, Mike V, Mike Bowerly from, uh, you know, the skater. And he also, you know, plays uh, in a couple of punk band, punk style bands. And, and yeah, they got up and did some really cool stuff one year. And, uh, yeah, so I, I would say he was probably the biggest surprise to me, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's great. That's great. Cool. Well, Rita, it's been great talking with you on Talking Metal. We're going to have... Links up in today's show notes where people can pre-order Dime Vision Volume 2. Roll with it or get rolled over. It's out on November 24th via Metal Blade. I'm sure you can get it on the Metal Blade site too. And where is the best place people can get in touch with you online? Oh, uh, shoot, I'm all over the social medias. You know, it's like I have a Facebook page, but I just don't ever get on it i'm more of an instagram person it's like you can hit me there and i i always try to get back to anybody um also you know and uh you can find out more information on our events and stuff at ridesfordime.com and then of course you know the the daryl abbott official or i mean i'm sorry the dime bag daryl official uh uh facebook and instagram has a lot of information on on events and things that we do too as far as pre-ordering the the project and getting a lot of cool stuff you know we are doing a pledge campaign right now okay and i am yeah i'm about to load it up the coming week with a bunch more new items which will be like personal clothing of daryl's and stage clothing and props from previous videos and stuff like that so you'll be able to find some pretty cool things you know so i think we are uh what is it uh Pledge Music, forward slash projects, forward slash Don Vision 2. Or awesome. you can find it under Don Bag Daryl, the artist. But awesome. yeah, go check it out, man. We got a lot of cool pages on there. I also know that something that I'm not seeing any information or pre orders on, but I know will drop for the record stores is a vinyl. Really? Of the hits. As okay. far as the five tracks that we're doing, too. There will be a vinyl release on November 24th as well. And these are the five Dimebag tracks that are a part of the Right. Dime We're just calling it Dimebag Daryl, the hits. Oh, know? wow. Okay, cool. Cool. And, okay, so let's... That's what he had wrote across the, the, the uh, C, I mean, the, yeah, the CD, he had wrote the hits with a Z, so that's what we titled it. Cool. And, again, this is going to be a vinyl release? Is this, like, a limited edition? Um, you know, I'm not quite sure. Right. Okay. I, I'm not sure if it is a limited edition, but, but I do know uh, that there will be a vinyl separate from, and it, it'll be out on Rhino Records. 
Oh, cool. Wow. Great. Looking forward yeah. to that. Well, thank you, Rita. We really appreciate you speaking with us. And also, we appreciate you keeping Dime's legacy alive and working so hard to get us great footage like this stuff that's coming out on, on Volume 2 and the Dime Bash stuff that you do and just everything you, you do to keep his legacy alive. Thank you so much. I mean, we wouldn't couldn't keep it out there if it wasn't for people like you getting behind him and you know supporting the project. So, I I thank you in return. Yeah.
a little classic Pantera here on Talking Metal. I'm broken. Great stuff. Love it. Love it. We miss Dime. Wow. What? what just, uh, it's, you know, it's just crazy looking back at this footage on Dime Vision Volume 2. What what a loss. Not only his guitar playing, but just his personality. I mean, he was such a larger-than-life personality. So much fun, which I think really comes across in this DVD, which I will have linked through today's show notes. If you're a Dime fan, if you love getting in Dime's head and seeing what he was like, you know, not just musically, but as a person, this is a great, great place to do it. Um, I, I loved it. Now, I was talking to my friend Joe Becht. He didn't really dig Dime Vision as much as I did. Uh, I don't think he digged it at all, dug it at all. I, I honestly, I got to disagree with you, Joe. I, I think it's, yeah, some of this stuff is like probably shot with, you know, eight millimeter VHS or whatever years ago. But it, I, I think it's it's a really fun little look back, candid moments with with. Dimebag Daryl. So much fun. I, I really enjoy it. And uh, I suggest you guys go check it out because, again, if you love Dimebag and you just want to see a different side of him and see him having fun, this is the place to do it. Dime Vision Volume 2. Check it out. And it's out through Metal Blade. Guys, thanks so much for joining me here on the podcast. Please support us. Go use our Amazon links. What you do is you go to, (coughs) oh, fuck, excuse me. (coughs) What you do is you go to TalkingMetal.com, use those links to take you over to Amazon, go about making your purchases as you normally would, and that's that. These links are good for people in Canada. I really need those Canadian people using the links on TalkingMetal.com because apparently they shut down my uh, opportunity to do this if no one from Canada is using them, so please Canadian Talking Metalheads, please use the Amazon links to go make your Amazon purchases. We have uh, one for Canada, one for USA. They're clearly marked on the uh, in the show notes. You just go to the uh, Talking Metal site. You'll see the PayPal links there. We're getting ready to ro- launch a brand new site. TalkingMetal.com will still be around, of course, but we're launching TalkingRock.net. So, put that in your favorites. All right, guys, thank you. You can also connect with me for support on Patreon and PayPal. The PayPal account is my email, striegelmark at gmail.com. Please send me an email. Let me know how you're doing. All right. Uh, Or send me a PayPal donation using that email or both. All right. I'll talk to you next time, guys. Thank you. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.